One thing that I have been thankful for in every country that I have visited where English is not the primary language are bathroom signs with stick figures on them because they make it as clear as day which door I'm supposed to go into, which is important in emergency situations for sure. You don't always have time to find an English speaker to tell you where to go to the bathroom. Stick figures and symbols in general are great ways of communicating to everyone regardless of language. So today, I thought it would be interesting to talk about some other logos and symbols that are recognized worldwide. This is Symbolically Speaking. One very recognizable symbol is the barber pole, and it goes as far back as medieval times when barbers were pretty much the doctors too. The red on the pole is meant to represent blood, while the white symbolizes bandages. The infinity symbol looks a little bit like the number eight slightly on its side and twisted, and it was designed in 1655 by an English mathematician named John Wallace, who inexplicably included it in his work. Sometimes called Lemniscuit, it is theorized that he got the symbol idea from the original Roman numeral for a thousand, which was the letter C next to a backwards letter C, which looked just like our sideways H shape. It also resembles the Greek letter omega, the last letter in the Greek alphabet. The word okay and the signal you make with your hand to say okay is one of the most universally recognized symbols indicating that everything is, well, okay. Though in South America, it is also commonly used to mean anus. So I guess two okays means that your anus is awesome. It is also sometimes understood as a zero in France and Belgium, and it means money in Japan. Gerald Herbert Holtum invented the peace symbol the one with the circle that has a line dividing it and the two angle lines on the side of it, to be used as an anti-nuclear war symbol in 1958 for the British nuclear disarmament movement. Little ribbons that you pin to your shirt have become quite popular in the United States where they are used to symbolize many different things. For instance... Black ribbons have been used for melanoma, narcolepsy, and other sleep disorders awarenesses, as well as mourners of the Virginia Tech Massacre and 9-11. Blue ribbons, as well as all the other colors I will mention, have many different causes that they stand for. A few of the ones for blue are arthritis, colon cancer, dystonia, Huntington's disease, 
foster care and West Nile virus awareness. Navy blue adds chronic fatigue syndrome, Crohn's disease, and restless leg syndrome to the mix. Brown is used for anti-tobacco awareness. Burgundy is utilized to represent the awareness of headaches, Hughes syndrome, meningitis, and sickle cell anemia. Cream is used for paralysis and other spinal disorders. Gray is for allergies, aphasia, asthma, brain cancer, brain tumors, and diabetes. Green stands for bipolar disorder, cerebral palsy, depression, dwarfism, eye injury prevention, glaucoma, kidney cancer, leukemia, literacy, stem cell research, and Tourette's syndrome. Lime green is used for Lyme disease. That makes sense. And lymphoma and muscular dystrophy. Teal has a bunch of them. Agoraphobia, anti-bullying awareness, food allergies, gynecological cancer, knee injury awareness, ovarian cancer, and tsunami victims. Orange is for COPD, kidney cancer, lupus, malnutrition awareness, multiple sclerosis awareness, and spinal cancer. Clear ones symbolize lung cancer, emphysema, and mesothelioma. White is for blindness, bone cancer, hernia, osteoporosis, and scoliosis. Pink is most famously used for breast cancer awareness since 1979, and it shows support for women and stands for health and vitality. Purple is for ADD, ADHD, Alzheimer's disease, cystic fibrosis, elder abuse awareness, epilepsy, fibromyalgia, pancreatic cancer, thyroid cancer, and the color for the March of Dimes. Red ribbons, which are the first ones of these that I remember seeing in my life, are for AIDS and HIV awareness, along with burn victims, the DARE program, heart disease, hemophilia, hypertension, lymphoma, stroke, and tuberculosis. Silver is for dyslexia, Parkinson's disease, and schizophrenia. Yellow for liver cancer, missing children, obesity, and spina bifida. And the one tiny fact that sparked me into looking into all of these ribbon colors and causes, of which, by the way, I only named about 5% of, is the multicolored puzzle ribbon for autism that was developed in 1999 to symbolize the varying intricate types of autism. The yellow smiley face, colored so to represent the sun, is everywhere, and truly the first emoji. And it came down to mankind in 1963 from a graphic artist named Harvey Ball. It was not invented by Forrest Gump, as the movie would suggest. Harvey worked for an insurance company and created the smiley face to raise morale in the office. Scattered curiosity, did you know that they almost made a sequel to Forrest Gump? But after the events of 9-11, the director, 
thought it would be irrelevant. The symbols for men and women confused me so much when I was a kid. The male symbol is the one with the circle and the arrow, which is meant to symbolize the spear and shield of Mars, the Roman god of war. The female symbol, which is a circle and a line with a cross at the end of it, stands for the planet Venus. And the circle is meant to represent the woman's womb, and the cross is to profess spirituality upon those born from said womb. And if you combine the two, you get Prince's guitar. Rest in peace, buddy. We need a purple ribbon to mourn that guy. What a genius, right? The green recycling triangle symbol is supposed to induce thoughts of Earth's limited resources and why we should reduce, reuse, and recycle. Obviously, the color green is meant to represent nature. And Teddy Roosevelt would have loved the recycling program in America. He once said, quote, To waste, to destroy our natural resources, to skin and exhaust the land instead of using it so as to increase its usefulness, will result in undermining the days of our children, the very prosperity which we ought by right to hand down to them amplified and developed. End quote. Word. The skull and crossbones, famously used by pirates, goes all the way back to the Middle Ages and has long been a symbol of death and is often used on labels to signify toxic substances. The radiation symbol was created in 1946 to give a glimpse into the radioactive activity of the atom, which was truly brought to the world's attention with the dropping of the atom bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki in 1945. The V symbol peace sign that a person does with their hands can mean different things depending on where you are in the world. And the spectrum goes from peace, victory, and success all the way to being a threatening and disrespectful gesture. And if you do two peace signs with each hand and hold them high above your head, you look just like Richard Nixon to me as he was shamefully helicoptered away from the White House in 1974 after his embarrassing resignation amidst the Watergate scandal. Believe it or not, the swastika used to be a symbol of good luck for thousands of years until Adolf Hitler adapted it as the symbol for Nazism and ruined yet another thing for mankind. I mean, not that I'd ever sport that kind of a mustache, but he has forever denied anyone from having one. The Bluetooth symbol is interesting. It is a blend of the letters H and B that stand for two ruins from Scandinavia, which are also, consequently, the initials of the 10th century Danish king, the brutal Harald Blattent. Why? Well, he loved blueberries and was famous for uniting Norway, Sweden, and Denmark. Just like a Bluetooth device unites with your phone, 
Get it? The Swiss geniuses at Ericsson invented it. And the oval circle that looks like a tight C with a line in the middle that we have come to know as the on-off or power button was originally called an energy symbol and was an overlap of the numbers 0 and 1, binary code. But it is more accurate to say that the circle means on-off and the line means low power mode or sleep because the device doesn't get disconnected. And before the power button was just one circular button that you pushed, it was actually a switch with O and I. The international symbol of access, some people refer to it as the handicap sign, was made by a Danish student in 1968. You would probably recognize the white stick figure and wheelchair in front of an all-blue background. The international exit symbol was designed at the end of the 1970s in Japan and started being used around the globe in 1985. And it is a white stick figure that appears to be running out of a doorway and the rest of the sign is green. And while I have certainly seen it in other countries, I'm having trouble recalling if I've ever seen it in America. I remember it striking me as completely different the first time I went to Europe and seeing it, but by then, I was already 21 years old and would have been exposed to tons of American exit signs, which simply say exit in red. And speaking of red... The hammer and sickle has become synonymous with the Soviet Union, but before that, they were used in European religions to represent masculine strength with the hammer and death with the sickle. This one greatly confused me as a kid. The Rod of Asclepius. You know, the Rod of Asclepius? You don't? Or you just didn't know the name. Don't worry, I didn't either until today, but I am certain that you have seen this symbol before. It is the staff that has snakes twirled around it that you may have seen at a doctor's office. Ancient Greeks believed that snakes were sacred and would use them in their healing rituals and the Rod of Asclepius has been a symbol of health services ever since. Asclepius was one of Apollo's sons. He was the god of medicine and one of his many daughters was named Hygieia, from whom we get the word hygiene. Zeus actually kills Asclepius with a lightning bolt for bringing people back from the dead. Because Zeus's brother Hades is worried that no souls will come to him in the underworld to serve him if nobody dies. And when Apollo finds out about Zeus killing his kid, Apollo goes out and kills the Cyclops who makes lightning bolts for Zeus. So Zeus exiles Apollo from Mount Olympus for a year, after which both Apollo and the Cyclops are brought back to Mount Olympus, Zeus revives the Cyclops, and 
he puts Asclepius in a constellation commonly known as the Serpent Holder. And finally, the Maltese Cross, which is a cross that kind of looks like four arrowheads touching at the points with an indent on the back of each side, giving each arrowhead two points. The eight points made by the indentation at the back signify the eight aspirations and obligations of the knights of the Maltese islands who governed them from 1530 to 1798. And a poker buddy of mine and loyal listener has professed to me that he loves the show but hates my logo. And I couldn't agree more. It's totally lame and boring. So then I invited him to design me a new one. But that has yet to happen. If you too hate the Scattered Curiosities logo, drop me a line, make some suggestions, or even better, give me a mock-up of one and we'll have a design contest. But if you do, make sure that you actually own the image. That's actually one of the main reasons why our logo is so plain. I'm not an artist like that. And if design is a little out of your league, well, you can always help the show by rating us and writing a review wherever it is that you get your podcasts. As always, thanks for listening, tell your friends, and be good to yourself. us keep the curiosities coming please rate us on itunes soundcloud or your favorite podcast platform and don't forget to visit scatteredcuriosities.com for exclusive free downloads and to donate to the show